0: Michael Glassman is with us. Michael Glassman, noted landscape designer and architect in our area. Heads up uh, Glassman and Associates. Also, if you're wondering what his work looks like, it's uh, predominantly displayed in the book Gaining Ground by Maureen Gilmer, a book that's uh, available widely uh, at your local bookstore as well as uh, on the net. Uh, historically, we get a gully washer yes, at this time can. of year. And it's at that time when people will notice... Oh, I didn't know this part of the yard flooded. Well, when people see that, they should probably take action. Maybe not immediately, but uh, put it in the back of their head. It's something to work on during the spring and summer. I agree. The problem is, is that a lot of
1: times, by the time you you realize some, that you have a problem, it's almost too late. You're already flooding out. Right. So the truth is, now is the time. Since we the rain seems to have held off for a little bit, or or we might have a break to really take a look at the garden and your landscape and start. Handling the drainage before it becomes a problem. One thing that I can just mention just, just right offhand, that traditionally people don't even consider, they have patios mm. and they usually drain their patio into a lawn area. Right. Well, that is one of, the, in my opinion, one of the biggest mistakes. And the reason for that is, think about it. How many times, especially in the summertime, you like to go out there and you wash off your patio and then the water hits the lawn. It usually, for the first two seconds, um, it drains into the lawn we and then what you get is you get the brown water starting to creep back up on your patio, and so by the time you're done washing down the patio, you're taking the broom and throwing your force into it yes. to get that water to 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 fly off into another section of the lawn. Well, that's because you shouldn't be draining the patio onto the lawn. And a lot of you might be saying, "Well, where it's do we put, put it? Yeah, what do we do with the water?" When you're designing your patios, there's two two distinct ways that you can drain that patio. The best way would be to put in a prefabricated channel drain. Now, what that is is, um, and you can get them in different locations. It is a channel that goes underground, and it's usually made out of PVC or um, plastic, and that goes underground. And then on top of the channel, and the channel is sloped. It already has a pre-sloped. Um, and what that means is is that it, the um, channel uh, flows in one direction or another. On top of that channel is a grate, and again, the grates come in different colors so they match your patio so you don't have to have, let's say you have a nice tan patio, you don't have to look at a black grate so you can get a tan grate. Now these grates are removable so you put that right at the end of the patio and when you wash down the patio the leaves and the gunk goes into that channel and that channel at the end of it has a again like a little area drain it's got a catch drain and so all the leaves get stuck there and all the water then goes through that into a drain line and you connect that channel to drain to your existing drain line, and then that drains out into where it's supposed to. And the nice thing about having a channel drain is this way you don't get a lot of leaves and silt and garbage going into your drain lines, and you can pop
0: out the tops of those grates, mm-hmm. and you can clean it out from time to time, and it makes it really easy. Now, with people with families, especially if they have children riding their bikes on the patio or whatever, how sturdy are, are these drain covers?
1: They're extremely sturdy. I mean, you, as I said, you can get them in a very, very high-quality uh, PVC which is a plastic Mm -hmm. and you can walk over them and they're they're different than uh, I'm sure a lot of you have seen those little deco drains Um, you know those are uh, they're about a half an inch wide and they're made out of plastic and excuse the language I call them they're crappy and the reason is is because they pop up and if a woman walks on them with a heel they'll go right through those are what that's not what I'm talking about they're not those little deco drains these are actually three inch drain lines you can Walk on top of them, the children can drive on, you know, ride their bikes on top of them. You don't have to worry. Now, if you have a tremendous amount of traffic, like you're going to use them on a driveway, they come in brass and stainless steel and copper. They're mm. more expensive, but those are for more industrial use where you can actually drive a,
0: a, a truck over them and you don't have to worry about them caving in. What if you don't have an area or a drain line to hook into? What do you do then? Well, then um what you
1: can always do is you can always dig one and add one but the other option is to put in a at the end of this a dry well now what a dry well is is basically it's a hole in the ground imagine and again this is a good solution for people that don't have for example they don't have positive drainage and let me explain what that means let's say your backyard is lower than your front yard so the idea of running a drain line so that the water drains to the front yard now to the street well that's great but if the backyard is lower what do you do so you can put in a dry well. Now, what it usually a dry well is, is for large areas, would be five feet wide by five feet, five by five, and five feet deep. You dig a big hole. Who digs this big hole? Um, That's what well, I want to know. <laughs> you can get contract licensed contractors to come in. You can do it yourself. I mean, if you're trying to save money, yeah. it would be best off to do it yourself. Well, I hope you don't have hard band. <laughs> exactly, and if you do, you might even have to get an auger right. and start augering it out. Once you've got the hole dug, you don't just um, you don't just throw fill in gravel. What I recommend is whether you use fiberglass sheeting or whether you use aluminum sheeting, you can get at the the lumber store, or you use um, tar paper. But what you want to do is you want to line all the way around with this aluminum sheeting or the fiberglass or exterior plywood because and then you fill that dry well with gravel or um, pea gravel or rock or drain rock. And they have specific rock that they call drain rock. If you do not line the sides, what happens is, after less than six months, all the mud mud and the silt and everything fills that up and basically you've defeated your purpose. So you've got to rely on the sides of it. Then you go ahead and you buy drain rock and you throw it to the top. Now what happens is, for example, the channel drain or all the water drains into this um, dry well. The water percolates down, and you hope that at the bottom of the dry well, it would then drain into native soil mm-hmm. and go into the to, into the the water table. Now, if you get a situation where you've got tremendous, you've got a very high water table. That means that there's not a lot of of residual place for the water to drain to. You and your dry well fills up quickly. Then what you're going to have to do, and it's a little bit more involved. You're going to have to put in a sump pump. Now, what that is is it's it's a pump that will go into your dry well in a little in in a, like a little box at the top of the dry well. When the when the dry well fills up with water, it has a little float in this pump that will turn on. It's like your toilet. You know when you when the toilet gets low and you flush it, it automatically fills up and when the water reaches a certain level, the float uh, pops up and it turns off your toilet, hopefully. In this situation, it's the same thing. So it has a little float and the minute that the water starts rising up, the float turns on the pump, the pump is then connected to a pipe, and that pipe was then taken out to the street or to another drainage system where you can drain it. And when the water then goes down, the water turns off. The only thing that you have to be aware of is you need to have electricity for the yes. sump pump. Yes. And if we have roving blackouts, you know, and they turn off your power and you're
0: flooding out, you have a problem. <laughs> The Those sump pumps you're talking about are relatively inexpensive, too, $30, 40 $50. Right.
1: And if you've got a really bad problem that you need something on a on a, on a a regular basis and you want it to last a long time, you may have to pay a couple hundred dollars for a really, really incredible sump pump. Mm-hmm. But most of them you can get
0: inexpensively for $30, $40. And what's nice about those sump pumps, too, is you can just hook up a garden hose to it as the, your drainage pipe. And if you just need to do something quickly, that's exactly. the way to go. Just hook it up to the hose and drain it out to the street. Exactly. Exactly.